You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Klondike After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Klondike After Show. Hey guys, welcome to Klondike's After Show with this epic music. Now that we got the intro music, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The banjo stuff was. But across from me, the lovely Stephanie Georgie. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. And also lovely <laughs> next to her, Ooh. Dylan Chance. Thank you, sir. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and next to me, Scott Moore. Yeah. And guys, I'm Dave Klein, and we're ready to do Klondike in an epic manner. Yes. And we're going to climb the rugged mountaineers as we talk about the cold, harsh winter and sickness and disease coming through and typhus hitting everywhere mm-hmm. and spreading through the colonies. So it's nasty. Pretty bad disease. It, it, would, it would wipe people out back then. Now we have antibiotics for it, but um, mm-hmm. back then you had a pretty high fi- fatality rate with typhus. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the nervous fever. The nervous right. fever. I like how they spread the fear through all the miners mm-hmm. at the very mm-hmm. beginning, just right off the bat. Hey, it's coming. You're all going to die. <laughs> well, it's true. Think about it. Think about flu season this year. Right. Everyone, yeah. everyone got sick. Could you imagine if we were back in the day and we had no antibiotics and all of us right. just and, died? <laughs> and, 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 and this one. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah. 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 What a good time. But and like this, I mean, it is kind of scary when you think there was the last boat that was leaving for the season. So mm-hmm. sort of like you missed that and you're trapped all winter. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. So we're here. Winter's come and mm-hmm. everyone's getting sick and. Uh, we, we cut to Soapy Smith, who's trying to buy out everyone's claims for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. annoying. Get out of here, Soapy. Yeah. You know, it was smart on his part. You know, he was he was playing on people's fears there. And like, yeah. hey, give me your 50 bucks for your claim and head out and get out of here before the winter. Yeah. yeah. And everyone especially wants Bill Haskell's claim there as he's building the mine. So we found out that's mm-hmm. actually Bill's building the mine. So it wasn't he found a mine. He's actually right. building one himself. Which that makes sense with all the claims and everything else now. So that's why it's their property, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And speaking on property, too, and buying it out, we also find out that the Count has bought a mortuary, and he's oh. been uh, buying out property, and it looks like to start buying out real estate, as we find mm-hmm. out later. Mm-hmm. So everyone buying out real estate. Yeah. And then as we were talking about with Typhus, Father Judge is going to be the one who's going to take everyone in, which is kind of a very medieval thing. That's what they did during right. medieval times as well. No one else would take them. Right. Mm-hmm. The Count's right. kicking them out of the mortuary. Mm-hmm. So. Which... Not the safest choice on his part, <laughs> yeah. but a good, a nice choice, a kindly right. choice. What's a man of the cloth supposed to do? He's got to turn people in. away. <laughs> get out of here. I know. He'll get everyone else yes. sick. Go die in a corner <laughs> you know, and outside in your little huts everyone's been building. <laughs> and far away, far, far away from him. But, yeah, no, he was very kind about doing that. But getting back to uh, the count buying the property, I thought it was great with Belinda had that line, like, I don't like people buying dirt next to my dirt. Right. Well, True, but the count needs to be the new real estate mogul, right? Of yeah, Dawson. But I do like that, like yeah, Belinda's uh, that kind of dig, like dirt next to dirt. Just how like worthless everything mm-hmm. kind of is in a sense. Like it really is. Like unless you, I don't know. Everyone's there for dirt digging, dirt not mm-hmm. finding anything. So, 
everyone thinks it's worth so much, and she's like, it's just dirt. Right. That's all it is. Well, yeah, it's worth what it's worth. Yeah. Uh, you know? So, uh, but kind of just that take on it. But we get this really uh, dramatic moment kind of about to happen here with Bill as he needs more wood for his mind. Mind. I keep on saying mind. I actually, as I was typing my notes, I kept on actually typing in mind instead of mine as well. Right, because you're just doing it quickly, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, I was thinking wood was a, you know, a sh- character. Uh, no, I, yeah. it was slang for, for money. Uh, I was falling for that at the very beginning. I kept thinking, like, oh, they're just calling it slang for money. Like, oh, I well, need some wood. Well, context a lot of time is always just, like, awkward. So then you're, what are you guys talking about exactly? I did. I yeah. kept no, thinking no. they were talking about money. It was, I like, didn't... some weird slang term for money. No, he just mm. needed wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, really did. I'm like, oh, that was it? Really? Was that basically? <laughs> well, eventually he'd get some wood with Belinda. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, we're getting ahead of yourselves uh, there. Flash. <laughs> All right. I was like, the joke's in my head. I have to say it now before it's too late. You have to yeah. let it out. Let out the beast. That was also... Okay, so Jack London. Uh, Jack London's there. We forgot to mention that Jack London's yeah, a real historical person. Mm-hmm. He was a writer, and um, he actually was a pure for real. So it's a cool mm-hmm. aspect that they included this character here. Uh, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but his teeth have kind of, uh... Ooh. Yes. Really yes, I turn. did yeah. notice I that, too. <laughs> I was like... I don't think I noticed that no, in the first. I didn't either. That's what I was part. thinking, too. I was like, were his teeth that bad in the first well, one? Well, I was thinking that, and then uh, one of my, my roommate's wife was watching this show, um, and she she just started watching the second episode with us, and she wanted yeah. to, she got interested and started watching the first. So since I noticed that, I was like, I have to watch for his teeth. Yeah. His teeth were sparkly mm-hmm. clean white in the first okay. uh, first couple oh, episodes. Oh. So they were. So they really did oh, get that wow. Okay. Wow. That much worse. So, so we all noticed it though. So that was good. We were yeah. all on the same okay. page. They're thinking like, "What happened to his teeth?" Right. Well, uh, I, the whole time, my mouth was like already yeah. being irritated. Yeah, we're so obsessed with looks in America. I know, right? <laughs> Here in LA, so, did Bill have a toothbrush? Because his teeth stayed okay. Well, isn't that too bad though? Talk about getting plaque quickly. Yeah, yeah. well, we did. We, I mean, she, they do kind of they do talk about that though with Bill with his teeth. You know, because uh, Belinda talks about that in this episode. Yeah, she about does. his oh, teeth. Yeah. So. And Again, we're getting ahead because he's a pretty yeah. boy. Really, it had only mm-hmm. been a few months, though, so right. it's not like it had been that long. I don't know. Maybe it was all the smoking still, to keep the mosquitoes away that, exactly. yeah. you know, added to that. No brushing your teeth mm-hmm. at all. So we come in here, we get the, the big plot um, aspect of this episode where Bill goes to Belinda asking for wood. And he actually goes to visit her saying that he needs wood. And while she wants to take care of Meeker, the friend, mm-hmm. um... He, she doesn't really kind of trust the idea of the whole claim thing, and he really believes that he's going to find gold, and he's willing to give up his half of the claim for um, this wood for right. as long as like he pays it back within a week, and that's that's the agreement they come to. So Belinda comes to this agreement that she will take half of his claim. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't pay her back in a week, and probably with, I'd assume, with a bit of interest, right. then. She owns the claim. Mm-hmm. So that's what she's going to take. And she can sell it if she wants and do whatever she wants with it. And I was surprised he did that because he saw what happened to his right. friend. I was too. I was pretty like, what do you think? Sort of that, that ballsy move. But I thought it, it was kind of interesting too on on her end because she makes the whole deal about, you know, I'd rather have my capital down here, not not up there in the mines where it's worthless. And it still was interesting the way her whole relationship with, with Meeker is too about the whole like cousin, but sort of like he she compared him to a Labrador and – you know, so like because he's just a kind of a good guy. Yeah, and just simple, doing, right? and and so it was interesting. Still, like, why does she put so much faith in him and and give him, you know, get involved and in giving him the money to to kind of front that that other claim? And so I thought that was uh, kind of interesting on her part too. Mm-hmm. Well, she keeps switching up in general, but I guess that's your typical female. 
I think she. As long as you say it. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, I'm not going there. But but I actually really liked her as a character. This this episode just really saw her. So did I. I thought she was a little more grounded too. In this right, episode. and so smart and like so in control and just knew what she was doing. And uh, well, she also really, had a good very arc. Impressive. She also had a good arc right. to her character, and we found out really um, she, she got more humanized in this right. episode. Right, oh, yeah. So I, I agree with you. I liked her character as well. Yeah, and she obviously had some pain that she had gone through, too, when we advanced in the episode here yeah. that we learned. And, and I well, think in a sense, too, this part two, we all know them a little more. Right. So now it's kind of setting in. Now we're seeing them as the character that they're supposed to right. be and how they're acting. Yeah. Which is the reason why we're noticing all the little details. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, for that first two hours is a long time. They were introducing so many characters. Exactly. And it's, and it's overwhelming. Like it does. Yeah. And now we can see them in their elements. Yep. If you, yeah. Yeah, especially since one of those ones who wasn't important got killed off. He doesn't really matter at all. <laughs> that guy's gone. <laughs> Get him. He probably, alligator. he probably won't be a plot point at all. No, no, nope, not nothing. All. Crazy. Nothing. No. no, not at the end of the show. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> no, no, no. The three of you guys. So we we move on to the other storyline here, which is the Mountie. Um, uh, yes, with the, the Indian prisoners. Right, the Mountie and the Indians. And if, eventually, the first thing we get with him, though, is in coming and threatening the Count. Okay. Which is this cool interaction with the Count, and basically talking about how, like, the town needs this institution. Yeah. And kind of, like, giving the Count the stare down, like, I've heard things about you. Uh, trying to mess with the church, and he was like, you gotta stay away from the church. Yeah. We gotta right. have the Which church. is like, and he says he thinks, basically, he thinks the town desperately needs this right. institution as well as the law. So, a, a kind of nice step in for the mountain. And we really, uh, he's the superintendent, I think. Mm-hmm. Is superintendent. Goes, superintendent. Mm-hmm. That's what he go. That's really like his IMDb. That's all he goes right. by. Right. I think he's like the, the, that boss of that group. Yeah. And it was interesting. They said there were what, like 10 for covering like 200 square miles or something of all those mines or only 10 mounties. Ten wow. guys. I mean, to cover all that. that that's not very many. That's so you can see why there's a lot of lawlessness yeah. up there. Yeah. I mean, that's why you could do it in uh, God's Blind Eye. Mm-hmm. Right. God's Blind mm-hmm. Eye. Going back to uh, the first episode. But I, I really like this character as we keep on coming to him and the uh, personal struggles that he goes to because he also gets humanized in this episode right. too. Which is I was right. just going to say the same. Yeah. He gets, he's nicer or he begins to think and everything's kind of getting to him now. I yeah. Think. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, and you also see the motivation for why he's acting as he does, which we'll get to. But uh, Bill ends up coming into his office to question a Native American, and we find out that this Native American who's captured has a broken index finger. Yeah, can't even shoot. Mm-hmm. Can't so, shoot with probably. a broken index finger. Unless he's, you know, yeah, unless well, he's on the other yeah. hand. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you try to shoot like that. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling that ring I'll finger. use my yeah. middle finger, you know? That's, that's, <laughs> okay. what I, that's how I shoot all my guns, you know? <laughs> I think it was also just the fact that he just looked... Like, you know, just kind of old, kind of decrepit. Like, he's well, not... Well, that beyond that, he was to kill anyone Yeah, exactly. Right. It was like him and a kid. In a it's kid. Like, in the yeah. kid. Of all the kid. people that they captured, like, <laughs> no. there are other ones who look more like maybe right. they'll do something. These are the, like, the two nicest looking yeah. people. <laughs> it's like the older guy and the little kid. I think yeah. he, he even offers him like some tea or some water yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, this is the guy that shot someone. Totally. Totally. Like, what for some whatever reason... Um, but we we come back to uh, the Belinda. We, it's the same conversation that we kind of had before with uh, Belinda finding out what what the count wanted was to build a new downtown. Mm-hmm. And but we also find out that Belinda needs more money if she wants to compete with the count, which is this mm-hmm. whole thing. She's in this conundrum because that's 
what we found on the first episode, she's they're rivals. That's what they've right. been trying to do is be real estate mogul rivals. Mm-hmm. So she really needs Bill's money, to, uh, that money immediately. Yeah, so she, she needs can the hard the hard cash is yeah. what they were calling it throughout there because she does. She needs the immediate capital, and because the count wants to build up closer to the mines to you know have competition for them up there. Yeah, and she and needs he, to outbid him right. on a bunch of property. So right, and he's got the cash. Well, yeah. Which, which she thinks he does. Yeah. 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 Which we find out in the next scene as they go to the pub. Transition. To, uh, <laughs> to uh, which is her pub, and she owns this place, but the Count's there and going to flirt with Sabine, but not really, and mm-hmm. then buying her and mm-hmm. telling her what to do and starts throwing money at her, telling her to just keep on taking off her clothes in front of everybody. And it's yeah. pouring rain out there, and she's out in the rain. And it's, and it's just... pouring rain turns money. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. coins. <laughs> so I was confused by the scene at first, because I'm like, why is he just trying to humiliate her? Sabine? Right. Like, what, what's the point? But then I... he's a man. Well... It was more so because he was trying to uh, piss off Belinda, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and it worked. It did. It did. She didn't like it, it that. Totally been endured. But I, I agree. At first, I really didn't get what he was doing. I was just like, I was like, are you just like, are we just getting shown that he's just that much of a dick? Well, yeah, yeah. It that's was too much. It yeah. was like, get over yourself. Let's guy. humiliate her in front of everybody and send her out in the rain. That's yeah. what I thought too. I but. think so. He was obviously trying to appeal to Belinda's like woman side. Like, mm-hmm. look, yeah. I'm making fun of this woman. You should be angry. Well, he's mm-hmm. getting to her because she keeps trying to be like such a man. So he wants to see like, really, you're going to be a man. If you're a man, you won't mm-hmm. do anything about this. But sure enough, she's she going to defend a woman. Yeah, where another man wouldn't probably. What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say what you're I'm just trying to, you know. Well, Maybe in 1897. <laughs> <laughs> no other man stepped in. Yeah, because she's a whore. Mm-hmm. Well, she was making a lot of money. She was. Because she a hoe. Mm-hmm. And if that's what she's trying to do is make <laughs> money, she was making a lot of money there. Just saying, <laughs> right? <laughs> she's an entrepreneur. After, exactly. She's an entrepreneur. She Even afterwards, like, she was sort of mad at Belinda. And she was just like... That was a lot of money. You better pay up. <laughs> right. I was like, no. Huh. That's my establishment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it brings her to the uh, father to yeah. set her straight. Right. <laughs> brings her to the father judge. So it's saying the Lord may be a fairy tale, but the fear in him ain't. So it's funny that she's not, it seems like she's not totally religious either. But apparently she believes in this institution as well. For the same extent that, I mean, we, it does seem like uh, the superintendent's probably uh, religious but, I mean, even if he's not, it seems like everyone thinks this is a positive thing for the community, right. bringing yeah. in some other form of... Because really, that's a lot of, regardless what it you is, believe in religion, it's just guidelines. It's guidelines and providing support for the right. community. I don't think a lot of them were Catholic, per se, from what I've been getting from the episode. But yeah, like you were saying, they, he was providing a support for the community. Not right. many it's, were Jewish, mm-hmm. even less now. Yeah, right. <laughs> There was one. There was one, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And there was one. <laughs> I think it also brings guilt, you know? Well, that, Nobody but wants to well, do it right, in a way. It's like your manual for life. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. You know? So you just kind of do it. Obviously, it's not going to be followed correctly the entire way, but as long as you're trying to do something good, a couple, do as much as you can good than bad. Yeah. Then it helps. But I think you're right, community. too, about the guilt thing, because I think then it feels like you have somebody there that's kind of... Mm-hmm. Watching, watching what you. you're doing. Right, of course. Well, yeah. when, you ha- when you fear in God, then yeah. you begin to do things better because mm-hmm. you're afraid of getting hurt. You're afraid of karma. You're afraid of everything that you can't see. And you know he's watching, too. Exactly. <laughs> that right, definitely absolutely. father is watching everybody. So it, Knows what's going on. 
It's making bad people into good people, mm-hmm. but for bad re- for selfish reasons. Yes, mm. kind of. I mean, I, I'm just joking. Um, so I, I really am. For the religious, I want to clarify. I am joking, but um, so we move. Serious. We move. Mm, so we move on to um, a, the fact that apparently companies are being sanctioned to build up the Yukon with this whole. We're back to um, the count. Not yeah. the count, sorry, not no, the count. The, the, the uh, superintendent. The superintendent, superintendent. Thank you. Right. And we get this new character who comes in who's sort of like almost like his overseer or the, boss. The deputy inter- minister of the, the interior. interior. Yes. Ah, that was a long time. Ago. It is. It's sort of so it's like the, I guess the, not quite the boss boss of the interior right. department, but like. He wasn't the, the second in command of the interior. Yeah. But the He's second the in command. Deputy. I'm yeah. just going to call him the deputy. He's <laughs> yes. your deputy. Yeah. Uh, so the deputy of the superintendent's interior is um, basically he's telling him. Sorry. So basically, it's telling him that uh, companies are being sanctioned to build in Yukon. They, they kind of don't like what they're in about the Native Americans and the restlessness about the Indians. And he's really putting on pressure to get these Native Americans killed. These two who were captured, yeah. mm-hmm. regardless of anything, to set an example as mm-hmm. like a PR thing. Yeah. Because right. that's what he said. The PR yeah. kind of thing was not a good. And he had like a quote about. You know, what if you were a white man and you're, what was it, in the boardroom there? Oh, right. And, yeah, basically it was like, you know, if if they know that there's all these brown, angry people there, they're not going to want to come and invest their money in their property there. So, yeah, it was so yeah, starting the business pretty blatantly. From the very beginning, right. <laughs> yeah. So marketing strategy that's ridiculous yeah it was it really is what it is though but it is and that's what he even says in the episode too it's sort of like getting bad you know bad PR basically yeah people are scared to invest now and we gotta get these companies up here investing Mm -hmm. in all this property so he's really stressing that it doesn't matter he wouldn't have cared who was captured Mm -hmm. really Native American wise because it's still the 1800s where everyone has this anti Native American thing yeah so uh, that's kind of what's going on his end and we come back to Belinda, who's going to see the Count. And the the Count is offering a man, this uh, this guy who... Uh, the they tailor? actually gave us the name at, at one point later in the episode, but I, f- I forgot his name. Because um, she was kind of, like, upset about it. Um, uh, it w- well, regardless, yeah, there's a man yeah. who has no name at this point. And the Count's offering him $200. Oh, it was McDonald. Yeah. McDonald. McDonald. Yes. There you go. It's such an you know, easy name. Right? I know. I know I'd written it down somewhere in my Especially corner. Where was she it? She says it later again after, well, keep yeah. going, because that's yeah. going ahead of the game. But Well, yeah, so so McDonald, and they keep on going back and forth with counter offers. And I was like, mm-hmm. go Belinda raising the price until oh, he slams yeah. down 2000 bucks. Right. And I, I really didn't see it coming that I didn't either. at all. I was just like, wow. Like, I guess he's just bucks. throwing it down. And mm-hmm. then... Shoots the guy right away, right in front of Belinda. Yeah. Well, right after, after he signed. After he signed. Right, yeah. After he signed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because so she even backed little... off. And she was like, only an idiot's going to pay $2,000 yeah. for yeah. this tailor shop. Yeah. And he signs it, and then he and shoots, shoots him. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, only right. an idiot would only do that. Idiot would do that. <laughs> but it was crazy, because I did not actually see that coming. I like, didn't see that coming either. Was... said, now that we have Mounties there, Belinda would just go straight to a Mountie and be like, uh, so this is what's she up. She can't. She's a woman in that time. What are, they're not going to believe but, her. But they still, won't. McDonald's dead. Yeah. That's going to be a fact. And he got shot. That's going to be a fact, too. And now he has a deed in his name, but maybe they can't do anything about that. I totally understand her. I feel like I get her 100%. I, I wouldn't have either, because why would you go? You can't. Well, and Then it just makes you look like... But maybe, but at the same time, this guy just died and got shot, and all of a sudden the count owns the property. Like, that looks suspicious. It looks very suspicious. But also, you gotta remember, he said, Am I finished with you? And she was so scared. He's like, Oh, yeah, I'm finished with you. And walks out. So, what if she goes and tells, or, you know, 
and rats him out, and he comes and, and kills her. Yeah. yeah. Safety. But it was interesting, though, because there was what, I don't know what scene it was where they opened up and you just saw that dead body on yes, the side, on the of, side the of the road. Just like sitting there like he'd been there for a long time, and I thought, God, that's really interesting. And people were just walking by. Well, exactly. Yeah. So it just has that whole mentality. He, he could either be drunk; they don't have the time to check his right. pulse. Oh, yeah. they still have obviously see he had been dead for a while by right. his look. But it was and fascinating that like nobody did anything or seemed to care. Well, so she gets so, so used to the death, I guess. Yeah, so, so still yeah. that frontier mentality that I think it wasn't really a big deal. That it's they horrible done anything. because they probably looked at the body and thought, "Nobody have time for that." Right. Like, <laughs> nobody. Even, did and anything that's about it. it? Yeah. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about the mounting. We'll come back to Bill mm-hmm. um, and talk, do kind of a little Bill change so we can talk more of that, about this specific topic. But the Mountie uh, takes the Native Americans on a walk, or the superintendent, and has this really intense moment where he's basically tricking the the older man to try to shoot a straight shot, which is a good tactic on his end, mm-hmm. as much as. As awful of an experience it was for the Native American who was forced to do it thinking that his kid was going to die. Right. Uh, it was a good tactic. It's a good, honestly, right. it was a good, like the only way he could really test it out was without telling him the truth mm-hmm. of why he was doing it. And mm-hmm. I think he also, if he could have made the shot, he would feel better inside yep. for letting him die. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he did right. shoot straight. Maybe it was him. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Exactly. Take the guilt off of him. Yeah, yeah take the guilt like off. a process of elimination, trying mm-hmm. to figure out if you can't do anything else. But the fact that it was so obvious, and also just like watching a man weeping like that over his kid. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just awful. Because, I mean, he was like intense for his own life, but then when it was his kid... Yeah, like that's, that's just, yeah, because yeah, at first he was aiming the gun at him, and he kept missing. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's see if you still mm-hmm. miss, and aims a gun at the kid. Right. And that's just horrible. But yeah, so he literally just sad. cannot do it. So it's just absolutely without a shadow of a doubt clear that this guy's in a sense. Yeah, this guy did not do it. So I, there's no other way to test it. But um, we'll, we come back, and before this, we had this scene with Bill, who's working at the mine, and he has some wood on fire, but he still is using it to build up his mine. Well, mm-hmm. well yeah, the cave is, uh, or his mine, is caving in because it's nonstop raining for mm-hmm. days now, so all the mud is just sinking in. And he's trying to get more wood because... He still doesn't have the wood that mm-hmm. Belinda said she was right. bringing. And his last piece of wood that he has, he was using it for firewood to keep oh, okay. warm. okay. I was kind of confused as to why it was on fire. I was just like, why do you light this on fire if he was going to use it to build up his mine? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was trying to stay warm, so mm-hmm. he went and used it, it to... campsite, so... Yeah. Right, to prop up the mine, and then was like, well, now I need more wood just to stay warm. Yeah. So yeah. he takes off. Where he goes, grabs an axe, heads to the woods, and as he's chopping down to the woods, where there's pretty much just stubs, there's yeah. no wood at all. all it's all gone. Uh, lone man comes and attacks Bill for the wood. Oh, right. They have one piece of wood there on the right. ground. Mm-hmm. Comes at him with an axe. Yeah, so, right there on that rainy hillside there. And the animal side comes out. Oh, yeah. Which is really a lot of that conversation we get later between Bill is mm-hmm. about that kind of instinct that ends up coming through and can you fight that or not mm-hmm. when you're living like this. Well, it was like the uh, letter that he wrote to uh, his mom in yeah. the first uh, part where he said, you know, I find myself amongst wolves and I'm going to have to become one. To live amongst them, dire wolf. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. um, Judge says it later, and I don't mean to bring up later, uh, but he says when they're trying to look for the guy, um, that's what he's trying to make. That's what he's trying to turn you all into, mm-hmm. isn't, you know, into a savage by getting into, you know, that obsession of looking for somebody or that obsession of trying to get revenge for your friend or just trying to survive. Yeah, that's and it, it. it's sort of that thread throughout the, this whole episode. You know, you get his VO from his thoughts. Bill's thoughts about you know turning into an animal, and you're 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 hearing about it through you know the whole discussion with Belinda that we'll get to, and mm-hmm. so there's a lot of that throughout this entire 
theme of this episode. Everyone hits rock or begins to hit rock bottom. So, well, you got to do what you got to do to survive. Mm-hmm. Right, out exactly. There. Yeah. So, and then yeah, social Darwinism play, comes into play, and that's when, right? You know, I mean, it's just at, at, when it's bare minimum, it's me or him. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you're going to choose you. Yeah. So that's pretty much what it is. And look out for number one. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> survive. You know, that's a, that's what you're down to. But after he does this, he does end up doing a really kind thing where he ends up taking the man back to his family after he hears the man talk about it's for his family. Mm -hmm. So even though he keeps the wood at the moment... He does end up doing that, so you can still see he still does have a kind heart, of right? And takes him back to his family, make yeah, sure he's okay. He could have just left him out there to die, right. Right. but he dragged him all the way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a- after this, we get um, Belinda ends up having kind of. Uh, I mean, she follows up on her hand, and even though it's raining like hell, mm-hmm. yeah, and she doesn't at all want to go outside, mm-hmm. and she has this conversation with Meeker where Meeker is talking about how Bill's a good one, and we- we've seen this proven that mm-hmm. he's like not one of these people that right. you guys were talking about right. mm-hmm. um belinda finally decides to take the wood to him and bill calls her an angel the wood falls oh, over and the horses run off and the horses are spooked so they're oh, gone yeah the cart flies off yeah. the side of the mountain mm-hmm. yeah so we lose everything and, oh. and she's conveniently trapped overnight oh, in his small space i was surprised they didn't go get the wood right away because i was like people are going to steal this wood if you leave it there yeah, yeah. Right. well i think they got some of it because they had a fire going but then again too if it got too wet it wasn't going to be any good anyways but yeah. they left it on the side of the mountain mm-hmm. later we saw it still on the side of the mountain so i was a little Which, surprised by that i figured because it was dark too i thought well it's dark they probably couldn't see where it all went it's yeah. like the odds it's raining you know? yeah bill's already freezing to death and but, this was the perfect opportunity. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but Bill, again, good person, decides to take some of the wood over to this family. So, again, even despite what happened, he understands what it is and goes right, to help them out. because he had to see someone get, you know, go to that level mm-hmm. just for that. Right. And, and he says that, too. He knows this guy wasn't necessarily bad. It was like that he got to that point, like right. you were saying. Like, and it's sad to so see extreme. someone like that. Like, what happened to you? That's Even with your friends or people that we know, if whether it's drugs or anything that has to do with, like, this day and age, mm-hmm. when you see someone get there, you're like, oh, my God, I just, I need to help them. Yeah, yeah. you know they're at rock bottom It's not there. their fault, mm-hmm. almost. I don't right. know, though. You dig someone out of a hole, just end up putting dirt over your grave. Mm-hmm. But you, As Belinda says. Quote. You don't always have yeah, to be quote. the bad mm-hmm. person. That's what's good about having the church there, too. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's... Absolutely. Two wrongs don't make a right. Absolutely. And um, so, Bill, offering Belinda some alcohol. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, have some alcohol. <laughs> this is Let's the best way to do warm it. Warm up. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. It's, you know, it's for warmth. <laughs> yeah, warmth. And maybe we'll share some covers because that's for warmth, too. Yeah. Well, but I did hear that we have to be naked to get warm. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things. That's how you share body heat. Yes. <laughs> so I hear. Well, and then that's Not that's the right. part about Belinda talking to him about his teeth. Right. That's when she talks about his teeth and she's on this whole, you know, civilized and how civilized he is and not to lose it. It's and because he bathes once a week. Yeah. Or he tries right. to, you know? Oh, yeah. It's working it's out for him. Yeah, because yeah. she probably was like, God, those teeth are sexy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at those teeth. <laughs> but it was really, it was funny. Like, she was very, like, obsessed with this whole civilized thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's been out there for a year uh, with yeah. all these other... All these They're other guys. They don't know her as a woman. It's not like she doesn't know what it was like to right. have been that before. Right, because that's right. Yeah. She's like the you city know? girl. But then she loses her civilization herself. Exactly. Well, she goes for that animalistic side that she was just talking Which about. I think, I think that's what Take her much. she defends <laughs> Sabine, even though she wanted the money. It's because she, Melinda's doing this because she has, you know, she has to survive. However, if she didn't have to, 
of course she would be a lady and she thinks that every other lady should be that way so it's one mm-hmm. of those things where you know I'm setting this life up for my children it's like I'm setting this life up for everyone who's going to be here and women should have the right to do it also right. or to live well right also. and also not like and as she talks to um, Sabine about the idea of like don't let men hold money mm-hmm. over you exactly. that's the thing yeah. that's holding them that mm-hmm. lets them hold yeah. themselves Holds over the power. us yeah. right so that's She's what it all is of her, her time mm-hmm. yeah absolutely but um, so the, um, they end up together. Mm-hmm. You know, she loses. She has a moment of intoxication, uh-huh. as she calls she it. Two, it two. Oh. She d- a double, but, but double another, hangover. Another key though, is she's actually the one who makes the first move. It, yeah. I mean, like Bill does offer alcohol and cover with a blanket and treats her like a lady. Yeah, but uh, she does make that first move of like holding her hand. <laughs> yeah, holding his hand. Yeah. She, uh, she's smart. She's like, this ain't gonna happen anytime soon. Right. <laughs> nah, we're not going anywhere tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as well make that was a good time. So <laughs> she's used to morning hangovers, but not two of them. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> so He's but, like, two hangovers. Right. Yeah, Too funny. That was great. So like, what else do we have? <laughs> well. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> she does uh tell him in the morning though. Don't talk about this. Yeah. Uh, no one's going to know about this. Typical, right? Right. But all still happens. Right. <laughs> what that happens, happens in the Klondike stays in the yeah. <laughs> But she has too many closed up places, though. That was her, yes. her quote. And that's she when you kind of know she's places, exactly. obviously has a lot of pain there that she's. And she has another couple of quotes with. here, too, which is that maybe the biggest curse of the Klondike is that it saps your ability to trust. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've seen that with, like, Bill doesn't trust anybody no. anymore, really. He has so much, such a hard time trusting. And but, I'm happy that she says what I said last week. Um, she, a woman has to, needs to, she says, woman needs to be like that up here. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Just, you gotta. And it is it, what it is. It is true. It does kind of sap your ability to trust when you see that everybody's out there for themselves mm-hmm. and they're there for very selfish reasons about the gold and, yeah. And otherwise, and how you, if you love, that's when mm-hmm. you can take something from everyone and other, mm-hmm. if you're not, then you're good to go. And otherwise, you're going to have ha- what happened to Sabine happen to you, basically, mm-hmm. and just take get taken advantage mm-hmm. of by yeah. anyone. Or happen to what happened to the guy. You have a family and you love someone, yeah. you'll do anything for them. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you become this awful person. And speaking of Sabine... We get Sabine with Father Judge, and she's finally, like, hanging out with Father Judge, and uh, Mm -hmm. she basically talks about how she feels like here she's in hell sometimes, and they have this conversation. If there's only two things in this world, love and fear, which you're going to choose is kind of what he asks her, and the idea of choosing love, and he kind of explains this thing about people doing things they do because they're scared, and what we were talking about, especially exactly what you were saying, Steph, with... um, the fact that this man was doing it really because he was scared for his family, and that's what it, that's what it is. So we really get this clarification from him and this wisdom from him of what everyone's doing and why they're doing is really it's all fear based. It's all they're doing it because they're scared. That's really the reason when you look at the root of it, why people are acting the way they are. Mm-hmm. And it's like he is going to attack Bill for the wood, not because he's angry at wood or anything, it's because deep down he's afraid of for his family he's afraid of dying and that's mm-hmm. the only thing that he can get to satiate his fear right so some good lines from him but he tells Sabine she has to learn how to love mm-hmm. she does need to learn how to love I, hate. I was like I think she's been doing enough love <laughs> that's a different well, kind of love right? how to love herself love yeah. with her heart <laughs> yep. that's what she needs that's how she needs to learn to love and then she can love right others. and then love other people yeah so it right. all starts with yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Belinda's surprised to find Sabine Back in the pub, dancing away, and as Jack says, it's because she found the Lord. Take the girl out of the pub. Sorry, it's because Belinda's learned how to love the Lord. Right. She's celebrating loving the Lord. Yeah, <laughs> yep. 
That's why she's in love. She's so happy. She's doing mm-hmm. the rain dance. Kidding. And she was. I'm not funny. I'm sorry. I try sometimes. She's, she's, <laughs> no, she's, she's, she's celebrating she's doing, her love. She's celebrating that the rain. The rain is over, dance. Yeah. Yeah. she's celebrating her freedom. <laughs> yeah. So Belinda's told she needs to sell Bill Haskell's claim once again, and Soapy's buying the claim. So. Oh yeah, uh, this is where she does it. Stabs Bill in the back. Yeah. Belinda, right after too. Yeah, right after. Right after. Very after. Yeah. She has no hearts. <laughs> I mean, found her hearts, but Belinda's the Grinch. She I got think, what she wanted the other night, and yeah. now she's done. Exactly. Almost think she even did it just to like teach Bill a lesson. Like, don't soften up uh, out here. Yeah. Well, I do, but I also think she went. I well, think she, she got scared. It, she got scared I, I because she, she heard scared. about. Oh my God! You need the hard cash. You need the cash. Because she got she thought, reminded again right after. Right, this. and I think mm-hmm. she freaked out and was like, "You're right. I do need the hard cash. I got to do this." And I've she probably realized, "Oh my God! I was almost a sucker again just for a little." A little alcohol in the hot fire. Right. So she's like, I'm going to be, you know, she's putting on the, the, the iron, you know, she's going to be the strong woman again. I'm like, okay. But she's scared at the same time. Because yeah. she's Put like, it on I, the iron. Get... I remember you said that because so... Bill says that to her later. Oh. The iron part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She sells it to Soapy of all people, too. Man, I hate soapy. that jerk. I hate that jerk. <laughs> soapy of all people. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Soapy. Who doesn't even smell like soap? I hate his name, exactly. I hate it. We'll call him Smith. Is that better? Yeah, right. Smith. Smith. Just Smith. Smith. So, ah, Soapy. So, uh, we then, we come to, and we'll we'll come to Bill again, because again, that's a major plot line stuff, but we come to uh, this whole B storyline with the superintendent. We really find out his ambition is to be Mm -hmm. superintendent, and this is where we really get that backstory about him. And we find out that he's going to do this whole letter that he's postmarked to say what he thinks mm-hmm. should happen. And his one moment of clarity, I believe, or not, there was an inspiration, according to the other guy, according to the uh, inspiration. Uh, in, the in, deputy interior minister. <laughs> the deputy, yeah. So, But we, we get, again, that his this whole backstory from the deputy about the fact that the superintendent's really never made it anywhere. He's mm-hmm. really not right. grown past and become what he really wanted to become. And Hasn't got uh, a promotion in a while. Right, right. He hasn't got a promotion, so... And basically tells him if he sends his letter, he'll have him fired, and, you know, it's, it's still going to happen regardless whatever he thinks. Yeah. We're going to kill those guys one way right. or another. Yeah. And then I think that's when they show them setting up the uh, nooses outside. Yeah, that, that is... So, I believe you're right. And he basically... And then the superintendent calls him a son of a bitch, and then he's basically like, yeah, I am, and the son of a bitch is saving you from yourself. So he thinks he's, you know... He's helping helping the superintendent out by just saying, "Go with the plan here. The plan is to kill the Native Americans and let's Which just move on." I like when the superintendent just begins to think, he will think. He just begins to actually think. So that's what's good because mm-hmm. otherwise he'd be a sucker and then just fall into everything else. So that's where I think that's the that's the moment in the episode where you see him become more of a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. We find after this whole scene, after we get that humanization, um, Bill finding plaster and gold-bearing soil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Not, no gold yet, though, but it's gold-bearing soil. When Meeker comes back, he's been sick the whole time, and mm-hmm. we find out that he has walking pneumonia. So, hooray! Hooray! Mm-hmm. Doesn't he doesn't have, have typhus. Doesn't have typhus yeah, right now, so yeah. Actually, is good compared yes, to typhus. Yeah. And that's when Bill finds out Soapy got the claim. Mm-hmm. And he storms into town. He does. Right what about in, civilization? Yeah, right into Belinda's office. Yeah. Well, and the thing I thought that was interesting, too, is when he found it and, and Soapy comes in to basically say, it's mine now, and he thinks that he's got the gold. Like, how does he end up 
acting like, oh no, no, we're, we're it's still ours and we're still in this. And that that was the only part that sort of confused me. Oh, uh, what happened? We well, still had a day. He had that. He day. had the day. Okay. But, but what I think he was really doing was tearing down the mine so that it would all cave in. Yeah. So that- that's what I thought so too. He was—he yeah. just started destroying the mine because he was just pissed, and he was just like, yeah, right. "Well, then you can't have all my hard work. Right. Now I'm gonna take all this down, keep this wood." I, I think that—that's what it was. He was yeah. just like yeah. destroying all this hard work, and that's how he. Well, because when he was there with uh, Meeker, and he said, "Oh, you know, we found stuff," and and so I thought, well, now is it because he thinks he's going to get the gold, and now he's going to buy it back. Right, yes. right. That's exactly what okay. it was. Because he still had by the end of the day. Okay, right. by the end of the day. Yeah, and that's why uh, Sophie says, "You don't have the finances mm-hmm. to pay me off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sell it tomorrow." And he was or like, "Four oh. clothes." Yeah, four right. clothes. So I think I got it right here. Yeah. That's when yeah. he found it. Yeah, he so, said, "We're then, fully financed." So then as yeah. soon as he finds yeah. it, that's when uh, someone helps the mine cave in just a little bit more. Oh yeah, the the stranger. Yes. Stranger. Stranger comes in with the an stranger axe. Stranger who later confesses. Isn't yeah. that the same one? That's mm-hmm. the same guy, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we assume we that. So. We have to believe that. We, that's we believe a, we, it's the same guy trying to. But this is this is a little bit further assumed. point. But yeah, so after we Sorry. find out. That, no, no, it's fine. It's because I said that they got caved in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so earlier on we'd find out. We'd, we'll talk about the storyline a little bit in a moment. But yeah, this one guy, this mysterious man who presumably also killed. The Jew, mm-hmm. as we find out, is also going for another death. So mm-hmm. starts caves them in, and Meeker gets trapped at, at first. It seems like more so than Bill. Yeah, mm-hmm. he got hurt, but they're both definitely they're stuck. They're both trapped in there. Yeah. Luckily, some of the other guys came and dug them out. Yeah, again, that was, was cool. a quick rescue. Yeah, that was a quick rescue. Very that actually, quick. There, there was not even a transition there. Yeah, was, was that the family saved? Well, right. Was that the family he saved? Because that's who I thought it might have been. And I just saw two men pulling I did them too, out. and I didn't know who they were. If they were I connected. Because yeah. I thought one of them might have been the father, and I'd be like, all right, that that's a full no, circle thing. Because then you bring it back like you were a good person, and I bring it forward. Well, it does seem that some time had passed because Bill was he was asleep. Yeah, like he was passed like out, he passed out or, and yeah. barely breathed. But it was and then still he interesting. Was like, Where's Meeker? And Meeker had already been laying there, like saved. Right. And he was already <laughs> he's already smoking. That's I was right. Like, yeah. Wow, it doesn't waste any time. But I thought it was like, wow, that's a quick rescue. Because I would think if you saw it cave in, you wouldn't necessarily know anybody was in there. Right, but he was probably yelling loud enough because they were at the edge. They did. There I know wasn't they were, too was, much caved in. He was fortunately because if they had that, they would have just been Denzos. Yeah. Because I was impressed at, like, wow, I got saved again pretty quick. Like, in the first episode, there were quite mm-hmm. a few times where he got saved quickly. I guess there are a lot of people. If you think about his campsite or where the he has his mine, there was always every, people walking by. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, moving back to beforehand, though, for the uh, the stuff that we were talking about with the man, we get that the disease is traveling through Dawson, and it's been running rampant. And mm-hmm. we, have, we were talking about before the Father Justice is looking over them. We get to actually see this. And we have... Uh, a guy walk in who admits to... Who wants to confess, so he's coming right. in for just your regular confession, and Judge wants to listen, <sighs> well, except that for... That was a great VO, wasn't it? He decides to confess something else entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so he uh, killed a wandering Jew. Yeah. And he's a gonna... Jew. Yeah. Who was a man? A wandering Jew. Yes. Yeah. A oh. wandering Jew. And now he feels the storm. I host with a lot a of Jew? Jews. Here? <laughs> In the Klondike? <laughs> no, a chew. Oh. Uh, he got you. <laughs> we'll yeah. keep on mooring. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but 
Father Judge is. We find out he's also sick. He has a yes. bloody cough. He so. coughed. Oh yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. not good for him. I, I was thinking. Ugh, I know. Not looking good for him. I That's, wonder where that came from. Mm. Maybe all the people you took in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just when it's getting yeah. cold in the way, and you know, that happens when it's cold out. Well, bloody I don't know about bloody coughs aren't <laughs> happening when it's cold, yeah. right? Or maybe that's, when you have... I think that's a super Hispanic thing, because you know how if you don't wear a sweater, like, wrap yourself up, that's how you get sick. Everyone always thinks it's germs and bacteria, but, like, when it's cold, then you have to make sure to be warm. Yeah. I promise that's how I don't get sick. <laughs> you guys are looking at me right now. I am. I'm like, yeah. uh, but the bloody cough thing, I'm like, does this come from being cold? Yeah. I mean, oh, not just cold. It's I'm the just saying, It is the time. <laughs> it's an interesting thing, though. Apparently, the reason people really get sick during winter is actually because everyone gathers it's in close together, together. And close together, so germs really right. spread. Mm-hmm. So, yes. the more you know. That's right. <laughs> that, yeah, it's true. So we get the boats arriving outside, and the the final boats for spring, and they won't take any sick. And Soapy again at it. He's bought ten tickets, and it's selling <laughs> it's them. Fantastic. And I love that the kid too, the like the little boy is like so like. If you even think that you have a little scratch in your throat, you're not getting on this boat. Yeah, right. It was hilarious. I'm like, wow. That boy right just being in, yeah, thinking well, he's in charge so, there. Like nobody's, so nobody's going young on this boat. Too. It wasn't even like a like a well, right. Could be this age. No, you absolutely knew he was under seventeen. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, and I just loved him. He's like, you are not coming on this boat. <laughs> but the worst part is dog light leaves in this scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dog, dog, no, no poor dog. 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 Runs off. I mean, dog got a name. What's a dog got to do with the name? Or what does he need a name for? <laughs> No, that was great. I'm like, man, maybe I should just name my dogs just dog. Dog, no. dog. dog and dog. Name my dog. And then in LA, when like there's so many dogs, and someone comes up, and is like, so what's the name of your dog? The dog immediately go like, what? What? Yeah. Are you talking dog. About? Dog. Dog. I told a little girl once what my dog's name was, and she's like, well, can I just call him Puppy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> puppy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, sounds good. You're like, all right. She's the girl version of Jack London. There I think you go. the uh, <laughs> the next part was. The most worrisome for me, seeing Belinda walk in. The yeah. first thing you notice is a rash mm-hmm. right on her neck. Mm-hmm. Well, and she saw it. She actually does the gas. She does the little, oh, yeah, she does. Like, the selling of the ticket. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm hmm. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. Not that, Belinda. Eh, she's no. fine. Not Belinda. She's fine. I just started to like her. <laughs> no, I just started don't to like her, too. And you're gonna t- I just started to like, but then dislike her. I'm very confused at this point mm-hmm. about what I think of her. Like Mixed her feelings for cool. Belinda. Yeah, I point. still like her, even though I know she did it out of fear with the whole... No, I, I still, I still I like her. I understand her. Right. I, I understand the motivation. So we get this scene, then, with the Mounties all eating together and... Uh, the guy whose name I keep on forgetting because it's so long. The Deputy, interior, Deputy Minister Deputy of interior, the Interior. Making this hilarious joke about the back of your head. Oh, so funny. Uh, He's hilarious. And the one... <laughs> actually, I think his name was... Uh, I got Cavendish as maybe his name. Or maybe that's a different character. Oh, I don't know. I think maybe you made it up. Maybe I made it up. <laughs> you made it up. No, I like I Cavendish. Even, I Let's just call him Cavendish. I like Well, it. it's the last scene he's in anyway, so he's telling this hilarious story, and the only person not laughing is the superintendent. When the father judge comes in and rats out the man, and nobody believes him, it's just making fun of him for being a father and, like, ratting someone out, and Really? Like, yeah. the only person will listen is the superintendent? Like, everyone's like, no, you're an idiot for your father. You're no real father for yeah. ratting someone out. Ah, Remind ha. me never to confess if I ever kill somebody. Right, exactly. Because he'll just tell the whole town. Oh, oh, oh. Cracking jokes when he walks out. Like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Jerk. Idiot. So, good thing to be in a moral dilemma there. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, was, that would be a total moral dilemma for father, and I think he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. But. 
So no one cares, and the superintendent wants goes outside to make sure. And the funny thing is, like, I don't know, I don't understand why Sabine gives him an immediate backlash when the superintendent's genuinely curious, and he was the only person who wasn't laughing about. It. He's mm-hmm. like, "Are you sure?" And she gives him this attitude, mm-hmm. this dude. I think mm-hmm. it was just a kind of a guilty by association. Thing. Right. right, you're hanging out with that guy. You're and a he, jerk did, he too. didn't necessarily right. do anything to well, stop right. it. Right. So. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, yeah, no. No, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I kind of didn't like Sabine by the end of the episode because of that. I was like, "Come on!" Like this guy's showing genuine curiosity, and really, he's like, he seemed genuinely like concerned. He wasn't being a jerk at all. Right. The way I he don't, said okay, it. But what makes you think that she should trust him? That's what I say. I don't think she. I don't think she. She's not in the position to give anybody slack. Right. I don't think the, she noticed that. It's the attitude he portrayed. Right. You got to read people sometimes. And but I don't think way. she got that. She looked at it as like the same thing, like you were saying. Everything else kind that of, she's been through. It's like, and, and, and the company he Now, his retort wasn't all that nice, but regardless. <laughs> so. Well, he was upset too at that point, right. obviously. Mm-hmm. So, as we come back, she though, to. She his apology quickly. She didn't have Yeah, she does. She does. Uh, so we get the superintendent now after this whole commercial where Bill's okay now. We, we get established that Bill's okay. And the superintendent informs Bill of the law that apparently that if one of them had died, because Bill's upset about this. He goes to talk to him about this. If both of them had died, the land Things goes to the next and kin. Mm-hmm. And if the next and kin doesn't claim it in a week, it's up for grabs. It's up for grabs, yeah. So really another Wild West attitude oh, here is. that this is really like, Anybody could be out to get you. It's not just this, like, guy. It, it could, like, because Bill absolutely thinks this is the guy who killed uh, the Jewish mm-hmm. killer, but he's like, anybody. Could, could he did. He said you're basically incentivizing killing, which is true, because yes, you, he's like, is. nobody could make it next to Canada here in, in a, week. a week. Of course mm-hmm. not. So, right. so he, like, kind of, like, you guys are planning. It gets you know. more reason, right? Like, it begins to make sense why people are even getting the idea to kill yeah. someone. Yeah. And you do, and then you can claim. It becomes a free-for-all yeah. after that. So good thing this law has arrived. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're good helping thing. out. But the uh, superintendent then does apologize to Sabine in this scene uh, at this area. And Bill is also trying to get it out of the father judge who did it, who seems to know, but he's not saying everything that he, he has knows. He has no idea because he recognizes the hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He saw his hat when he right. left. Although he, he does say that. The one thing he won't say is that it's a Native American. Is that it's not a Native mm-hmm. American. Right. So it's the one because thing he will say. Because he's saving someone's life. So technically he could kind of counsel those out. And then right. he does go down to the boat to make sure he doesn't leave. If he sees that guy and he, he says right. to him he didn't see him leave. So he, he knows he that he's still there. Leave. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so after this, we get this other uh, storyline with Belinda following up with her where Belinda's going to have a chat with the Count. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, possibly because she's sick, she she says that she'll let him be the real estate mogul and just wants money mm-hmm. and wants all this cold hard cash. And right. He offers her $6,000 and says that's not even like worth that much. And she's like, it's worth way more than 6000 but they, they come to this $6,000 agreement, which may or may not be highway robbery. I honestly don't know. I don't well, know. it was first it's, without the hotel. Right. And then... And uh, she convinced it she, with the property on the dock. Yeah. So so, so she ends up... So it's 6000 so for it's, everything. Yeah. Right. It, it, I mean, it was for one property at first. Yeah. And then, yeah. in the end, it turned out to all of her properties. All of her properties for 6000 Except for the hotel. And, and, and then, well, I, think I think she like, did say the hotel, too. She did say too. the hotel, too. I, I think she ended no, up giving no, it up. No, that's... She wants 6000 so she can keep constructing the well, hotel. Well, she... But then right? she changed... She, but she, then she didn't after that. Then he said everything. And so she agreed to that. Right. Because at first, like, she wanted to keep constructing the hotel. And he's just like... 
Nope, everything. Oh, because everything. all he would agree to. So they did, which is about what, really, 160000 in today's dollars. I still well, think that would be highway robbery. Why yeah, did she say it good. worked when she came out? That was the thing that I still think or, or, that I was going to ask you guys. That. Is that something we're supposed to be clued in on? Or is that something no, we're going to find out in the third no, episode? She did, she, it was a scam. She, she did something. There yeah. was something, yeah. there, was something there, there because when she signed and she did say no, that. and then she came in and she collapsed and she's like, mm-hmm. it, worked. it worked. Jesus, it worked. And that's mm-hmm. what I was wondering too. I'm like, what did she do? But maybe it just worked her getting the money. I, I really don't know either. Um, I mean, because at the end of the day, she maybe does was, have the cash. Well, they kind cash. of. Uh, well, okay, well, maybe it was the fact that, like, when she was actually in there, he tried to only give her two thousand dollars during the actual part. Oh right, later. and that she kept going. She, and she, and and she refused to do mm-hmm. it. She was like, nope. And she tried three thousand. And she knew he didn't have the money. Like, also, like, screw you, Count. Like, yeah. really? Like, he <laughs> was gonna pull that crap mm-hmm. on her when she walked in. Woo. Like, what is he thinking? Well, first of all, nobody else was there. Yeah, he rented, out the, rented out the whole bar. But I still so it was already. Threatening for right. her to be in a position like that with all of his people there, mm-hmm. but I still took it as her saying it worked, as in she was standing her ground, and that was what worked. I don't know. I, I thought there was something more to it too, but I didn't know if we were supposed to know now or if we're going to find uh, out next. I think they give you a little hint because they they show the count the next day, going, "Hey, we got to give these people more wood, but they don't have money to buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to take a loan." And the count says, "What did she just take loans from everyone?" Mm-hmm. Which we know she did because she yeah. took a loan from Bill. Mm-hmm. She took a loan. So. Right. I think the count wasn't prepared for that. Well, because mm-hmm. he again, like we we're saying, he actually didn't have that much money, right. so right. that was a big chunk of his money to pay that six grand. She right. had, I think, she had a plan. Well, and she, and the whole reason why she was taking credit from people was also to, um, which was smart, get the customers over to her stuff instead right. of his, right? Because now she's offering this extra service, and now all those people were there, and that's why. Because he couldn't figure out, it was like, why is everybody going there and not to us? Exactly, yeah. So right. it was another smart move on her part to offer that credit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't think the count wants to offer credit. But she ends up getting sick. Like, really? Oh, she's got the typhus. Mm-hmm. sick. She's got the typhus. The typhus. She's mm-hmm. got the typhus. Yeah. So that's, uh, she passes out afterwards. And we come back to Jack London still looking for his dog. And this is, uh, we see Native American in this scene spotting the nooses. Reporting back, and he wants to go do something about oh, it. Yeah. And they the leader's like, town. "Well, no one's been killed yet, so trying to still mm-hmm. do that peaceful thing." But mm-hmm. yeah. gotta save him. Yeah. So uh, we get that. That seems like that's going to be an important storyline next episode. Okay. But uh, Bill, back at his mind, uh, he finds a box of gold in the mm-hmm. side that was stashed away, and mm-hmm. I was like. How did I get there? Right. Well, yeah, and, and then what did he do with it right after? Right. Because then Jack London shows up and then sits there. I think and he I stashed it right back gonna, in. Oh, he put it back? Okay, because I, I think that was his gold that, that he just hid in it. That's why I had thought, too. I thought maybe he had done that at some other point. That was when a he, grip of gold. Yeah, because he had been yeah. there now this whole time mm-hmm. Belinda was doing stuff. So mm-hmm. he was probably mining, hiding his gold. And oh, he maybe. was sitting outside guarding it with a gun. Well, he sighed when he opened it. Like it's I'm still there. Yeah. Because he just came back from town. Okay, all right, all right. Here we have good guy Jack London, though, here coming and actually taking the gun and being willing to help him out, guard yeah, his mind. I'll so, guard your mind for the night. Uh, really awesome. And Jack also informs Bill of the typhus. Mm-hmm. So, and Belinda. And Belinda, yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, he tells her to go, go visit her. Yeah. Tells her to go visit her if he's going to shoot him in the head and make him stupider than he already is if he doesn't go down there. <laughs> yeah. So he goes and, and, you know, goes and checks on Belinda. And we get this touching scene with them, and Bill's actually surprisingly not overly upset with Belinda. I mean, she's dying, but he's just yeah. saying like really nice things mm-hmm. to her. Oh, uh, and he's tearing her. up. Yeah, he's like really upset about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like for him too. Like, who does he have? It's really like mm-hmm. he has exactly Belinda. He has Byron, but Byron's gone. He has Meeker mm-hmm. and uh, Jack. And London. Jack London. That's about it. Mm-hmm. So like, that, but there's nothing better than a female companion. Mm-hmm. So. Right. 
And her soft cry. That was sad. Yeah. I yeah, so. you saw her. You know, and, saw her being vulnerable. Exactly. Right, and, 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 and she and was. And that's when he makes the comparison, which mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier. He's like, when I first saw you, I said that you were stronger than steel or iron or whatever. He makes that the same comparison you just made. That she's like, oh, oh yeah, full of iron, and then he says that to kind of like make her feel better. Like I you love can do that. It. Yeah, yeah, like you, you stand in the room, you know, yeah. you empower it, and you make the room better for it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh my god, and she, I like when he. Uh, he he kind of calls her out on it for a second, and then yeah. she says, "I am wicked." And he goes, "No, you just want people to think that." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but I know the truth. It was, it was cute. It was a great. It was a great scene between them. Yeah, it was because he does know that's exactly what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. he gets it. He comes from a good place, and which I have to say, I think that or. I think that the um, I mean, can I go ahead and skip to the end? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we uh, we see the guy looking at them, and I think that the reason why he comes and tries to help him, he probably noticed Byron and uh, Bill because of their enthusiasm. He's an older, wiser man, and I think that some you know some people just know which people are going to be the people who are going to find something and right. which aren't. Yeah. And, and Jack uh, London is leaving. Right. Yeah. Jack, yeah, London's Jack London's He's got to leave to go right I after talk He said that he's like, well, after I got lo- I got yeah. lots of stories. And He's like, yeah. will you put I'm me in one of them. Lots of stories don't um, they don't mean much if I can't tell. Right. Them. Yeah. yeah. And Bill wants to be in. He's like, so, oh, I don't know, but I'm burning it. daylight. I got to go. And speaking of that too, Jack London, he wanted to be remembered in the first one. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that we didn't mention. He wanted to be remembered, and everyone knows Jack London. Yeah, he's yeah. Person, remembered. So that was a key into the real that random guy that showed up to give his confession. Is, you know, we find out toward at the end. Uh, it's the other guy who wants to help him his, out. His name is, find. Yeah, is Goodman. Mm-hmm. And I recognized him from the first episode. He's the I one did. they walked yeah, across the land. Yeah, right. he walks across the land. And he's like, mm-hmm. get off my, ter- uh, my lawn, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, get off my lawn. Yeah. So that guy has been peeping out a lot mm-hmm. from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. been watching him. Mm-hmm. All right, well. And of course, Belinda's fever breaks, too. So, so oh, yeah, Belinda's all good. So I wasn't sure if they were going to leave that as a, you know, hangover to the next episode unless wonder if she was going to make it or not. So we'll just see her better next week. Mm-hmm. And Bill Bill thought that uh tried to trick Meeker into leaving, but Meeker being the good friend that he is, and Bill being a good friend that tried to trick Meeker into mm-hmm. leaving, Meeker being also a good friend, stays anyways and realizes it's a trick. So mm-hmm. everything's right. all happy except for the looming shadow of Goodman watching yes. over. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, watching them. That was a great little closing. It was. Oh, yeah. He turns. You see the yes. hat. You know it's him. Yeah. He turns. Oh, no, oh, it's him. No. You see yeah. it. <laughs> but I like this one quote at the end, which is, the die has been cast. What mm-hmm. we were before we came to this place was no more. The land has taken over. Mm-hmm. So kind of a good uh, quote about what this is doing to everybody. But as we come back, it's now winter. It's going to be cold as fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. not going to finish that word. but <laughs> uh, So let's go ahead and talk about some predictions. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz. Whoa! Lights! <laughs> so I think that Goodwin's going to attempt to help him and... Bill's not going to find out until something, of course, bad happens. So he's going to get played one more time because everybody in this place gets played like every Mm -hmm. five seconds. Yeah. And he wants that gold. Right. Oh, yeah. And I think that maybe Belinda will be there to help him. Uh, We see Meeker. uh, I I feel like I think Meeker's going to die. I think Meeker's going to die, too. By Goodman's hand. I think he's going to get killed. Yeah. This just took a dark turn. Yeah. Man. Well, and I think Father's going to die, too, because he's got oh, the typhus, and I think he's going to try to act like he's well and take care of everybody else, and then he's not going to make I it. I think that um, Sabine's going to become a sister. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> She's going to become a nun? Yeah. 
a lady of the You cloth? know, that would be a good way to do it, though, because if, if the father dies, it's like her yeah. way, being able to pick up of course. his it's, carry the torch. It's like yeah. a little story yeah. of Mary yeah. Magdalene. The, yeah. You know? no, yeah, I like that. That's a good thing. If he dies, then she's able to continue. And we see the Native Americans are going to be clearly attacking, trying yeah. to get their people right. back. For sure. And Belinda buying out the bodyguards that we saw earlier. Yeah. So yep. that's... Uh, that might be... Um, that might be to help Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Bill's in trouble, right. she might go to them and say, hey, let's Perfect. go save him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But something's got to happen with the count, though. Oh, yeah. I know. This is going to be interesting. How's it all going to go no, here? He's going to stay the, around for a minute. I know this he is, will. This is, this is the wrap of the miniseries here. I don't know what it's, how it's yeah. all going to end. Right. So, next Card. week, guys, Murder we and mystery. the final of the finale, which I realized we're, it was wet last week, but we're going to do it yes. next week. So, next right. week, catch us for the finale as we talk about that. And, guys, once again, I'm Dave Klein. You can find me on Twitter at the Dave Klein. That's K L E I N. And you can find me on Twitter at sman80, S-M-A-N-8-0, and here for Looking, Archer, and Chosen uh, after shows. Uh, my name is Dylan Chance, and you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance. And I'm Stephanie Georgie. You can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie and on Instagram at StephanieG47 and tonight on American Idol. Ooh. Ooh. Stay tuned. Ooh. See you guys Ooh. next week. Later. See you later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. So it's basically just started. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.